Here we go. And in three, two, one. Hello, is this thing on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, I am excited to have you, Mrs. Gorn, here because you are one of our longstanding teachers here at St. Michael's. How long have you been a teacher at St. Michael's? And this is my 35th year. Yes. How has that been? How's that growth? How is... Oh, well, well, it's just changed so much over 35 years. Um, when I first came, I taught all of middle school, 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th grade, and there was only one class. So it was, you got to see the progression from 6th to 8th grade, and I knew what I taught in 6th, so I could just build on that in 7th and 8th. And <clears throat> so in that way, it was kind of easier because I knew the kids, I knew well, the students, sorry. Yeah, okay. I knew the students and I knew what they knew. So they couldn't say they didn't have it. Really quick. I, I'm going to, I'm going to jump at this because I have, if you listen to any of the old podcasts, I will say kids and then I'll correct myself. Students. Mm -hmm. Why do we do that? Because kids are baby goats. <laughs> 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 so that, if you ever hear that again, it's kind of funny. I will always stop. Oh, no, not the kids, the students. Yes. So in fact, funny. I have a picture that uh, a former student gave me because I have a big thing about it. It's a dead word. Can't use it. And she has a picture of two baby goats and underneath kids. And then she has a, a picture of uh, our class and she puts students. students. That's awesome. That, that I love those stories where yes. you, you definitely have made your mark with so 35 classes. My, mm -hmm. my, 35 years. 35 years. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, these your potential, what, sixth graders when you started when they're sixth grade. So how old is the sixth grader? Um, like 12. I don't know, but I'll tell you an interesting uh, thing that happened this past year. At back to school night in each of the three classes that I met with, there was a former student. That's great. <laughs> and I'm teaching their children now. So that was kind what, of interesting. How did that conversation go? Were they just like, okay, I know, I know what to, what I'm in for. Well, you know, it was kind of like, well, you know, you know what I'm going to be doing. And they, yeah, <laughs> we know, we know what you're like and we know what you expect. And, um, yeah, they were very, uh, they seemed to be excited to have me. I don't know how they feel about it now. Now that we've, you know. They seem to be excited. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, that must, I'm not a teacher, so I know that must be extremely difficult because you're in there, you have a job to do. You're there to educate, you're there to prepare them and you, for, for high school. And you take that very seriously. And not only that, but then the subject that you're teaching, it's, it's a, words are powerful and you want to empower these students, these young adults. Mm -hmm. And then you have to, how do you, I can't imagine the challenge, the dance that you have to go about when you just see the, some potential, some diamonds in the rough mm -hmm. and you're just like, come on, yeah. get, get it together. Get, you, you can do better. You can, you can work harder. Um, yeah, it's, it's a challenge to get them to do that, especially in seventh grade, because seventh graders, um, they're kind of seventh graders. Yeah. They're <laughs> seventh graders. They're, they're a little bit goofy. Everything's changing in their lives. Eighth graders are a little bit easier only because they know where they're going to high school. So now it has to get serious for them. Do you see that? Is that a, is that a significant, I mean, do you notice that? Absolutely. Like, that they take their academics and that serious next step that we, this is it. This, mm -hmm. is this is it. We know and I kind of have a reputation, so yeah. they know that what I'm teaching them, they're going to use in high school. Mm -hmm. I have too many students that come back and say, high school is so easy because 
we, we already did it with you. Right. Now, and, and, and thankfully, and not to take any thunder away from you, a lot of our students say that to all their teachers because mm-hmm. of the, 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 the curriculum here. Yeah. That, that you instill in them that we put, it's almost like a refresher course. They're freshmen, maybe even sophomore year. So by mm-hmm. the time then they're doing it in high school, that's the second lap around the track. So then right. when they get to the harder stuff, they're reinforced and they have them. They're, they're just so much more ready to take on the world. First one you have here is what are your hobbies? Oh, well, now that I have hobbies, I can talk about them. Um, just seemed that hobbies for a long time were, you know, raising children and, and doing all that. But uh, I take dance now, um, hip hop dance. I'm in um, Poway Community Choir. I take that. been taking French mm-hmm. for two years now. So, um, you know, trying to um, do things that are outside of my realm of well, singing is not so much, but dancing. Yeah. That's, that's very hard to coordinate the brain. With Going the outside your comfort zone. Going outside of it and uh, um, training, retraining the brain. Mm-hmm. You know, as you get older, you have to do things that retrain your brain all the time. And if you don't, then, you know, you, there's, it, it's just not healthy. You know, you just want to stimulate, so, stimulate yourself there. Just yeah. keep yourself on, keep yourself sharp. Yeah. So I don't go home and put on the TV and watch hours of TV. I almost never watch TV anymore. You know, so. So speaking of TV, then. And, and, unless there's football season. I was going to ask the next question <laughs> that you have selected here is what's your favorite sport? Oh, football. Football. What's your team? I'm still a Charger fan. Still a Charger fan. Yeah. I, you know, I can't hold it against the team that they have uh, an owner who. Is who he is. Who he is. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I I still am a Charger fan, too. Yeah, and I, I was a Charger fan even before I moved out here. Um, oh. You know, I grew up in northeastern Pennsylvania. I love the Steelers. I'm a big Steeler fan. But I always liked the Chargers. I loved Dan Fouts. I thought he was yeah. so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Loved to watch them play. Loved uh, Lynn Swan. Not, I'm sorry, not Lynn Swan. Um, well, he was your, he was your Steeler. He was my Steeler. Yeah. And, and they actually t- worked with, the Steelers uh, during that time period, worked with the Pittsburgh Ballet. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone knows that, but they were very heavily involved with the Pittsburgh Ballet and training with them. And that's why they were able to jump up so high to get well, these I, passes. I know a lot of athletes, they do do dance, they do do mm-hmm. yoga, ballet specifically, plies, yeah. to strengthen to, the ankles. To get, and, and to get that lift. That ex- the explosive and that core strength, that is yeah. all central around dance. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Um, so then moving on then, did you have a dream before you became a teacher? <laughs> I actually got to live my dream before I came to, became a teacher. I always wanted to work in theater. I loved um, working in theater, got involved with it in middle school and in high school. And um, I have a, my degree, the college I went to didn't have a master, I didn't have a, a degree in theater. So I had to be English major and then a theater minor. And okay. uh, got my master's in theater, was a graduate assistant in technical theater. And then I worked several uh, summers in summer stock. And then moved up to Albany and worked in a children's theater, which was very fascinating because they didn't have children acting. Mm-hmm. They were professional actors. Um, but we did shows for children, you know, little, little children all the way up through high school. And um, 
Peter Foy, I think I've told you this before, who did the original flying for Mary Martin for Peter Pan, right. came every uh, to our December show and did the flying for the shows. So uh, working with him and, and working with his staff, and I actually had a, a friend, uh, he was an intern with us, who went on to become Peter's um, kind of protege because he was so smart in, in the technical world. So I, I got to do that for four years. And then when I moved to Las Vegas, I also worked uh, working rock shows, loading in rock shows, which is very heavy, hard work. <laughs> now, there's no doubt you share these stories and this history with your, with your students. And one day I was in the courtyard and I was letting them know, hey, I'm interviewing Mrs. Gorin. Do you have any questions? So actually, I have a question from the field. My name is Julia. I'm in AA and I have a question for Ms. Gorin. What's, the favorite pro- what's your favorite production you've ever been in? Cinderella. Cinderella was my favorite. I loved it as a child, uh, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Loved it as a child, and I was so thrilled that I got to do it for two years. Um, and, you know, just did the flying bit and, and watching the, just the music and all that, but just being able to watch this, you know, carriage come floating in and Cinderella get in and then um, to, to take off and, and, you know, and the act was, it was just magical. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about theater. Yeah. It's like, it's right there. It's live, mm-hmm. but yet it's, it's, it just takes you to another place. Yeah. Of course, on the other hand, there have been things that have gone wrong that have been. <laughs> well, that wasn't her question. That wasn't her question at all. <laughs> now, what, what college did you go to? Um, I have my undergraduate from Wilkes, uh, college, which is now Wilkes University in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. My master's is in Montclair. Uh, from Montclair State College. Okay. And uh, actually I have, um, Bruce Willis was um, at the school when I was there, worked a show with him. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine who I still keep in touch with, his name is Eric Gavari, actually plays Nicodemus in The Chosen. Mm. So, oh, so you got some ties. You got some serious ties going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is something you like to do as a teacher? Uh, my favorite thing as a teacher is um, at well, starting now, is doing um, tale, reading Tale of Two Cities with my eighth graders. Okay. That's, that's the, you know, watching them go from, I'm totally lost, I don't get any of this, to getting to the end of the book where they are so tied into it. Now, and you do this, this is every year with, mm-hmm. this is kind of your required, literally required reading for your for your class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I read it to them, and they read with me, and then we discuss it, and so, but it's just kind of fun to watch them go from, understanding yeah. Dickens, which is impossible to getting it. So then now here, here's the next question from the field. Kaylin 8C, does it ever get boring to have to reteach stuff every year? Um, that's a good question. No, because what keeps it fresh are the students. I mean, I know the material, but so the students get to um, kind of keep it fresh for me, you know, yeah, it's, mm, yeah. It's, it's a new experience, even though, it, the, like you yeah. said, the curriculum's it, the same. The curriculum's the same, but the students are different, so it makes it different. Okay. Good question. Yeah, yeah, I was I was like, I like that one, too. So now we're, gonna, we're on to the second page where we have really two hard-hitting, hard-hitting questions. Now this is where it gets serious. <laughs> um, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. And I will tell you, I have been making waffles. I have a, a, a recipe that I still use from when I was a child. And made waffles, and is from scratch. And um, when my kids were growing up, their friends would stay over 
on just Friday night just because I knew experience. I would make waffles on Saturday. Okay, so I would like to put a request in place if you can make that happen. <clears throat> I would love to experience these waffles because I love waffles too. Now, the last question from the some of the sixth graders. Who is the goat of basketball? Well, let me tell you about the term goat, which is greatest of all time. And there can be no one. And the reason there can't be anyone is because time hasn't ended. So when they talk about Tom Brady being the goat or what, whoever is the goat, to say that he will never be surpassed in time, it's kind of a ridiculous statement. Time I, hasn't ended. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, and then this, He's the greatest of this time. Or today or this or, week. Or this week or, you know, for I, I, now, greatest so far. And this is just me going on an editorial now is to say, I feel sometimes they build these up, this this dialogue up, only because now we can bring him back down when mm. the news cycle gets boring. You know, yeah. you know, Brady's great this week. Now, not so much. LeBron, LeBron, ah, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let it be. They're all, they're all great. Yeah, they're all great. I mean, Tom Brady is great. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant, uh, unfortunately, left us too early. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, and, you know, such a wonderful person. You mm -hmm. know, so what they do on the field, what they do on the court or whatever. Yeah, that's great. But what do they do as a person to bring that work uh, ethic that work ethic, and to share it? Uh, I know Kobe Bryant was very um, um, involved with, with teaching children. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a loss for all of us, you know, a loss yeah. for the children. So when they do that, you know, like Philip Rivers, you know, I'm done with football here. I want to, I want to teach high school. Yeah. You know, I want to take what I know and share it and my work ethic and my faith. And, and that's what, you know, what you do in the field is one thing, what you do off. That really is the standard of what makes you a great athlete. And I'm not sure if, I mean, I've had the pleasure of listening to Philip talk at men's retreats and something that he's shared, and it kind of blew my mind when I heard this. He was like, my, my dream is to become a high school coach. His dad mm -hmm. was a high school coach. Yep. So he's like, I just happened to be playing professional football between my ultimate, and, and, and it's so refreshing to hear, mm -hmm. here's this individual mm -hmm. in the NFL, but yet to him, mm -hmm. that's not his story. Right. He wants to go to help the that kids. That wasn't his teach. goal. Yeah, and, and so much focus is on the the prize being the NFL or the mm -hmm. professional league of your choice. Right. These individuals, these men, these examples want to impact the next generation. Mm -hmm. So we got those done. I want to go really quick. Then I have one more or a few okay. more. Um, this was a, another question in the field. Luke, 8B, does 7C really want to make your eye... Make you want to rip your eyes out. <laughs> no, that's your job, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was a little hesitant to play that one for you, but then the minute that you heard his voice and um, yeah. you started laughing, so uh -huh. uh, I clearly you have, and and, and it's funny because you have a, a, a very interesting. Um, well, you have a reputation being a hard teacher, mm -hmm. and I want to say that that reputation is really spread by those who don't have you. Because for the people who, for the students who have you, you're fair. Mm -hmm. You you push. You expect. Mm -hmm. And for the outsiders, oh, she's hard. She's mean. Well, no, you just have those expectations, and you expect mm -hmm. these students to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, so then, here we go. Here's one more. Hi, my name is Emma Eight C. I have a question for Miss Gorin. Has she ever had a favorite class in all the years of eighth grade teaching? Oh boy. Yeah, well, that's a hard one because I have um, 
I've had so many classes. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little funny story. Um, and this was back when I only had one class. I had, um, and we still talk about it when I see these kids. Well, now they're not, now they're men uh, <laughs> in their 40s. Um, but they, it was um, April 1st, and I just had forgotten the date. And I had two students that, you know, we were kind of, you know, at the end of class and talking, and all of a sudden they started getting angry with each other. And one of them threw a punch and hit the kid in the face and blood is coming out of his mouth. And I, of course, first thought is, well, there goes my teaching career. I'm going to be sued and, <laughs> you know, I'm on the news and, you know, all of that. And I started like, oh, my gosh, are you OK? You know, all frantic and, and, and you know, stressed out and everything. And. All of a sudden, they started laughing. They looked at me and went, April Fool. Oh, my God. They had like a blood capsule and everything? Yep, they had a blood capsule and everything. And I started chasing those kids. They ran real fast and <laughs> real far oh, to get away from me. I, I thought you were going to do that. Because there was going to be that. some real blood oh, coming out there. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, that's awesome that they would do that to you. Yeah. How? Yeah. Well, and then, you know, so when they say, you're hard, you mean whatever, the kids that are in my class know that that's... Yeah. That's out there, right. but what's in my room is not that way at all. Exactly. And last question, for, I promise. Should pineapples be on pizza? No, not <laughs> at all. No, no. Get that stuff off of there. No pineapple on pizza. Just because they both begin with P. Come on. Can't <laughs> the alliteration. That. That's, yeah. what, that's why. Yeah. That's what it started. <laughs> well, Mrs. Gorn, I appreciate your time. I know you have to go back to class. Thank you. This has been greatly insightful for you. And I wish you well. We love having you here. How many more years do you have in you? Oh, I don't know. It's uh, year by year, day by day, minute by minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, then until that day, we enjoy having you here. Thank okay. you so much. Oh, thank you, Michael. 